Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show number 393 with your host, Lauren Gray. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hospitality Marketing, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Gray, and this is episode number 393. So each week we spend around 20 to 30 minutes sharing the most interesting tools, news, and techniques being used in marketing for the hospitality industry. We also do a quick recap of our weekly live TV show, This Week in Hospitality Marketing, which airs every Friday 11.30 a.m. Eastern U.S. time on the Hospitality Channel TV station. So with that, let's get started. And now, today's new resource tool. So for our tools... We have three. Obviously, they're going to be in combination to each other, so we're going to go over and get kind of through that. Um, the first one is one that I am using a heck of a lot right now, so it's first and foremost for my choices of what I like, and that is PageMaker.io. Uh, PageMaker, whew, what's not to say about it? It's like making, well, you can make ad pages. You can make them uh, all platform-centric, whether it's uh, a mobile, tablet, computer, TV, whatever. Um, you can make uh, the ad, uh, the sizes of the page correspond. It automatically adjusts for all of them and so forth. But the real value of it is that it has a depth beyond just the landing page itself, the single page development that it is. Um, because of that, um, you have the ability to really add a lot of depth to um, what you put on the for content depth of pages uh, connectivity to pages expansion it's just not building a little ad page that gets seen on a platform uh, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm holding myself back from talking more about what PageMaker can do because it, we're going to talk about it in the technique discussion so uh, that is PageMaker P-A-G-E-M-A-K-E-R dot I-O second tool is Switchy dot I-O <laughs> Switchy very similar almost uh, to a T to that of, of PageMaker, but it really tries to focus in what it is used for for social platforms. Um, it really tried to lean into this is where you can make uh, interstitial pages, additional pages, landing pages built for uh, specifically just ads, specifically just social platforms in the context of the size and the display of those ads. Um, it's a more refinement towards ad-specific landing pages than it is about content-specific landing pages, if you understand the distinction of those two things. So again, holding back, we want to talk about this in the technique discussion. Uh, and our last one is actually an old tried-and-true favorite that has the capabilities similar to the first two tools, and that is JotURL, J-O-T-U-R-L.com. I use it and have talked about it extensively for its short URL, a shortener URL, custom domains that you can put forward and so forth. As a matter of fact, our TalkBack platform, hdm.news forward slash TalkBack, is based on the JotURL platform. Um, it it also creates great QR codes, customized QR codes. It does a lot of A-B testing. It has what's called seed testing. It has conditional testing or conditional uh, additions that if it's already been showing you one 
place of landing. It can show you an alternate place. It can, it can do progressive, what's called educational step placement. It does lots of cool things. And one of the things that has added to its arsenal is the ability to go over and have these interstitial pages. The drawback to their interstitial pages, as much as I love the integration of all the tools they have with them, is they got really crappy templates. They got some templates, but they don't have a lot of templates compared to the other two tools, PageMaker and, and Switchy. So for that reason, it's in here. I think it has much more of a, of a long road of value opportunity to it than the first two. But by the same token, right now it's currently not as sexy as the other two when it comes to creative design and development. So those are our three tools. Obviously, I've been biting at the bit about trying to talk to you about them in our technique discussion. And that is pagemaker.io, switchy.io, and joturl.com. And finally, yay, I get to talk about why we picked these two, two, three tools today in our technique of the week. Now, for this week's hospitality technique. Our technique this week is dun, 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 websites that are not websites, but still fill a critical need. Now, obviously, our podcast today is uh, in a symbiotic relationship with our live show because we'll be doing a review on it where we went into a lot of value and a lot of axe grinding towards brands for hotels. <laughs> and for those that are brand loyal, brand loving, I used to bleed blue when I worked at Hilton and I used to bleed red when I was in Marriott. I still bleed red, I guess, but for a different reason. But the idea was that brand loyalty is brand loyalty. And there's a frustration for those that have to deal with multiplicities of brands and also independent hotels, the lack of how they can work together and the limitations of what brands offer. And I really ground a few axes today when I was having the live show. But to our technique discussion, websites that are not websites but still fill the critical need we are talking about interstitial landing pages it's a big word don't need to use it all the time just think about it as landing pages and the value of these pages that these tools we just talked about page makers which and jot url can create is profound see there was a lot of spam problems with the fact that if you said you're the xyz company and if you didn't go to the xyzcompany.com website from the ad that you created, Google said, whoa, wait a minute. You're hijacking this. You say XYZ company, but it's really going to the ABC website. I don't like that. We're not going to give you the authentication or we're actually going to block it. We're just going to say that this is a this is a redirect. It's not valid and it can't be used. And that existed for a very long time until basically Google got better at being Google and was able and being too was able to go look at what you're pointing to and say, oh, OK, you're making content that's about the XYZ company. But it isn't actually on the XYZ website. It's a page that's just for what this ad is for. Okay, well, I'm not going to give you full credit for the authentication of it because it doesn't go to the genuine website. But I'm also not going to block you or penalize you that much. I'm just going to make you pay more for it to work correctly. And even that over time, based on the interaction, the value proposition, and the click-through, and also what links are on the interstitial pages, you actually don't get penalized at all. This is a gold mine for brand operation marketing. Brands, I'm not talking about where you, if you were to sit in the mothership at Bethesda, which is the Borg Cube, um, I'm not talking about being beneficial from that perspective. I'm, I'm talking about beneficial from the, I have a brand hotel in the portfolio, I have to be responsible for marketing, and yet I am faced with only three places to point my ads to. The actual sub page for my property, General Splash, hoping that the guest can figure out why I drove them there. The second is to the booking engine, to that same said branded hotel, 
albeit you could probably propagate based on the special coding offers, the ability to go to the offer if you have one built for the campaign that you're running. So at least go to the page that reflects the rates that you are offering. And the third is to direct it to uh, a module on the platform that you might have, like your weddings or your restaurant or something. Again, not exactly a converting process because they still have to go through the brand navigation to get to the point of booking. And if there's a promotion code involved, they have to remember it and use it and put it in there. And it's just a total pain in the butt. Along come interstitial pages. The ability to create landing pages that you can customize and put all the content on it that you can't put on your own brand site. I take this as a point. There's there's ad campaigns that you call, what, what you can do is called deep links. And what I mean by deep links is, say you did a post about an event and you put it on Facebook. One of the few places as a brand operator that you can put content on for yourself. Now that gets used for an ad. You're running an ad, whether it be on Facebook pointing to the post or whether it be outside of Facebook pointing to the deep link in Facebook post about the event itself. Because you don't have an event calendar on your brand site that you can add content about the really cool festival, whatever it is, across the street from your hotel that people are going to be coming for a certain period of time that you're trying to sell for. You don't have that flexibility as independent hoteliers until now. Now you get to go over and say, well, instead of trying to deep link into a post and have the, the, the negative penalties associated with the extra cost of associating with it, the fact that sometimes it doesn't work because maybe that person isn't logged into Facebook if you're directing it to a deep link in Facebook. Maybe they're not logged into Twitter. Maybe they don't even have a Twitter account to go into the deep link of uh, Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is that you might be trying to point them to that you've put the content in. Instead, now it's okay. You can create an interstitial or landing page that you can put as much content on as you want. And the cool part is you can make a bunch of these pages for a variety of stuff. And in those pages, they can refer to each other just like a website. So in essence, you can create your own interstitial website for all of your promotional campaigns, ad campaigns, content campaigns that you need to create, that you need to point people to, oh, go to this link, so forth and so on. So now going back to the tools about PageMaker, Switchy, and JotURL, you think about the fact that with JotURL, you create a URL shorter, which is why I love the functionality of JotURL, even though the creatives are, are behind the other two, is because you can create the content as a landing page and then do all the tracking. You can actually put GA4 analytics. So you can now get data that you never have been able to get to from the brand before. You still can't track direct conversions. Um, brand still has that wall. But you can see interactions, what they clicked on on buttons, where they came from geographically, what did they do when they were on the interstitial page, what did they touch, did they go to another place that maybe had more content, different content, whatever. The ability to get that that engagement analytics is valuable because it means whether you're striking gold or, pay or just hitting a dry well. That ability to get that kind of interactive data beyond the ad campaign data that you're running for yourself, which is basically, did they click on your ad or not? And did they see your ad or not? Okay, now you get to say, well, they saw my ad, they clicked on my ad, obviously. They went to my interstitial page. They saw my content. They clicked on a few other helpful links that I had about local weather or local flights or whatever. They clicked on another ad about the event itself. They clicked on another ad about 
where to eat or whatever else I've added as additional content. And all of that stuff helps you say, well, they're very interested in making sure that there's a place to eat and that they want to buy tickets because they went to the ticket link I put on there or whatever. And now you can customize more of your ads because you have that data and drive them to more data that they're interested in being exposed to. And you can create retargeting ads. Can you tell I'm excited? <laughs> the idea is that interstitial ads open up a world of opportunity for brand marketers that just did not exist well before this. It's not to say that landing pages didn't exist. And it's not to say that there weren't a means of getting people to the landing pages. And sadly to say there's a lot of operators out there that are still mocking uh, vanity sites, if not outright running vanity sites, in spite of their brand obligations. Some are allowed because basically the, the, uh, the vanity websites which for those that may not be familiar with the term, that's where you run your own website for your branded hotel outside of the mothership of the brand that the hotel is a part of, the franchise relationship. Uh, brands have been spending years whack-a-moling all those down, owning and buying domains, restricting domains, trademark issues, on and on and on. And sadly, brand has reared his ugly head again, where they're now chasing down trademark infringements of advertisers that need to identify the property by their brand name, but they're not being allowed to because brand doesn't want to authorize through Google and Bing their ability to use the trademark name for themselves for their own hotel. It creates a lot of issues about that. Like, why can't they be trusted to market themselves? Because brand wants to monetize it. Flat, simple, sorry to say, that's their angle. They want to keep, they basically close every door available. And now that they're back from their hiatus of furloughing and being blind and ignorant in, during the COVID lockdown, they want to go back to their old ways of, we will take care of that for you. You're not allowed to do it anywhere else. And sadly, that's going on. Interstitial Pages gives you another tool in your toolkit to say, not quite yet. I want to start featuring things that I can do for myself. I want to be able to create content that I can drive people to that will help them make the decision of staying at my hotel. It would be helpful if you can advertise your name of your branded hotel in that context of your ads. But even then, there's ways around that. Even there, there's ways of identifying yourself differently that still gets you the traffic. But why would you have to fight that? You're paying beaucoup piles of money to the brand to get brand contribution and brand support. And they're basically extorting you to mandate that you have to use their resources only in order to get the value of the full name of your hotel that you're already paying for. As you can tell, it's a grind that of an axe that I still continue. So the idea of being able to have interstitial pages, expand content, create interactions, create metrics to track of those interactions, expand your ability to share more content than what's being allowed through the paltry, limited, narrow-casted functionalities of one-size-fits-all brand services, okay, is profound when it comes to interstitial pages and landing pages. So these are the websites that are not websites, but are filling an absolutely critical need. If you're not a brand web, uh, hotel, but need pages, this is a fast and furious fix of rather than having to go into a web developer all the time and expand pages and go through that cost metric of, oh, well, you want a page? Well, that's under this template format because there's four template formats for your for your hotel website that we've made for you. That will be under this one. It'll cost this much. We'll have to put it on this timeline into the risk work project. We might be able to get that page for you made in six weeks after due testing and process and navigation links and so forth, blah, blah, blah. And even if you wanted it as an orphan page, which means the page that's not linked from the main website, but is linked backable to the main website, 
it takes forever and a day to get those done and all the extra expense to it. And that has to get added to the campaign cost. And that campaign cost has to be evaluated from the ROI of the value of the whole campaign's initiative to its conclusion of revenue generation. And it might put it over the top where it's just not worth it because it costs too much to actually build the infrastructure. Ta-da! Landing pages. Dime a dozen. Once you have the access to PageMaker or Switchy or JotURL, you can build to your heart's content, fast and furious, landing pages and depth of pages and connected pages of content that don't have to reside on your website, that can be templated and looked like your website, can be looked at and have the feel of your website, whatever it is, that can be initially created for your campaigns, connected to your ad campaigns, and then tracked all the way through your ad campaigns into the usages of those pages, just like a regular website, which is scary valuable. So again, websites that are not websites, but fill a critical need, interstitial and landing pages, and the tools that make them there you go. And that brings us to our news and show review. Now, this week's hospitality news that you should know. So our show review. Yes, the axe grinding continues. Interstitial pages and funnels. How to beat the limitations of brand. I really, but I honestly, I almost, I would apologize if it wasn't for the fact that they have abused their role so much. So I'm not going to apologize for that. Um, the one thing that we didn't talk here on the podcast that I did talk at great lengths about beyond the grinding of axes and the value of interstitial pages was funnels. The one thing we didn't talk about what these pages also do, both for branded and unbranded hotel operators, is the fact that there is a triggerable retargeting capability. If you've never done a workflow that says, here's what we put out into the market, do they act or react to it? If they engaged with it, what did they engage with? If they didn't, what are we doing about recollecting them into the loop by offering them something else? Think of it as email workflow. I send an email out. It's a newsletter, let's say. Just easy, generic, first level thing you do with emails. You have those that open it and those that didn't open it. Those that opened it, they go on a different path, a different wireframe. Those that didn't open it, you give a latency of time restructure the the subject line perhaps and send it back to them again. Maybe they missed it. Maybe it wasn't something that rang their bell. Uh, So we changed the subject line and you get a recapture of some of those people. Not all of them, but some of them. Okay. And even after that, there's a fraction of people that didn't didn't act on the second one and you get to a point where you just let them fall off or you change the channel of, of of communication to a social channel. Same context, same messaging, but different channel. Emails is not hitting them. Maybe social would. That's variation. That's what Workflow creates. For going back to the beginning of the tree, if those did open your email and they they engaged with it, what did they click on? And that creates their own path of engagement with you. None of that is possible for branded hotels. It is completely possible with interstitial pages because now you can create triggers that create funnels. Funnels is that retargeting of sales campaign. Did they open it? Didn't they open it? begins to get them into an engagement with you for a different reason. Creating funnels is a very powerful tool of interstitial pages that doesn't exist in lots of, of other ways. And to be honest, going back to the cost of, even if you're an independent hotel and you have a web site developer that does pages for you and so forth, it sometimes is cost prohibitive to ask them to make additional pages. Now, if you can do that internally yourself, that's phenomenally excellent. But likelihood is you're third-partying that out, and every time you have to go talk to them, there's some meter running, and it costs you a lot of money for them to make something for you. Granted, once it's made, it can be reused in the future tense, and it's great, but it still has to get updated, indexed, all the other fun stuff. 
all the things that they justify in their cost factor. I know we do the same thing. We build for websites. I just don't like hammering people with so much additional cost when we're giving them the tools to create them. But interstitial pages, even beyond what we offer and control our scalable cost with website development, is still a huge value asset for people because of the speed to market execution that it can create, plus its ability to be used in funnel platforms that we've talked about on podcasts before. So there you have it. Interstitial pages and funnels, how to beat the limitations of brand was our topic for our live show today. The one thing about news I want to bring into is because AI is such a predominant thing and we're going to continue to be adding AI into our dialogue of tool reviews and so forth for all the reasons we discussed on last week's podcast, um, we're already seeing little hiccups in the system. Ghosts in the machine, so it were. Bing is already beginning to limit what its AI can be asked because of the fact that people are masterfully in creating questions that are basically predetermining AI's engagement with you. And for that very reason, it begins to make people go, look what I made it say. And they're just going to keep that away. So it gets downplaying out of the media that you're not talking to some uh, Skynet uh, Terminator Android AI that's going to come back and, and chase us all down. So little things like that we're going to see more in the news of as things go on. But it's beginning to be seen as more AI is being interactive on a more of a daily basis for the common user. So with that, remember, you can find us on Google Play, Apple, iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn Podcast. The list goes on 39 platforms and counting. We're even on Amazon's Alexa, Google Assistant, and Siri. Just simply ask them to play the Hospitality Marketing Podcast. And, of course, no matter which one you may listen to us on, if you like us, please hit the review and give, give us a multiple star rating and give us comments back. It helps other people discover our content. Of course, if you've not subscribed to us yet, whatever platform you find us on, smash the subscribe button. We do this every week, keep you up to date every week, give you cool tools to use every week, give you cool ways of using the tools every week, give you some interesting biased dialogue, <laughs> opinions, self-boxes, access to grind, what have you. So we welcome you to subscribe and follow us on whatever platform you discovered us on. Also, don't forget that all of our podcasts and our live shows are in forever. I Love Lucy reruns at the hospitalitychannel.tv site. Uh, you can look it up by topic, by date of broadcast, and or by co-host uh, at the time on it. So you get to index all of that. Of course, don't forget we do do a live TV show every Friday, 1130 a.m. Eastern U.S. time on um, the Hospitality Channel TV station. Um, you can get that on your Roku TV. It's an app also, iOS and Android. You can get it as an app if you want to Hospitality Channel. Just look for the Hospitality Channel. Uh, our live show is always on the free side of that. There's cool pay gateway stuff on the other side. Uh, but the live show is always free. It's on Roku, Google, Amazon, and Apple. Uh, we also simulcast every week as well on Facebook. Multiple pages on it. YouTube, multiple pages on it. LinkedIn, only one on that because that's all that they allow. And Twitter. We are on several pages on Twitter as well. So we hope you catch us, whatever. Oh, and Twitch. If you get all your content from Gaming Council, you can watch us on Twitch. We do live cast on Twitch as well. So with that, my name is Lauren Gray. I thank you for the privilege of your time and look forward to talking to you next week. You have been listening to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show 393 brought to you by Hospitality Digital Marketing and in support of the HSMAI, Hospitality Sales and Marketing Association International, all right reserved copyright 2023. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.